Well, hello there. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you all enjoyed your summer. I missed you all dearly. My name is Khalil Green, and I'm your host for The Almighty Show. Like I said, it's been a long time since, you know, you last heard of me. Last time you guys heard from me was June 12th. Um, and more specifically, it was game one of the NBA Finals. Now, I remember the last episode that I had. I tried to make my finals prediction, you know, <laughs> based off of, you know, what was going on at the time. And <clears throat> I will admit that I was wrong. I had the right numbers of game, number of games that was going to be played. But the winner that I thought was going to win did not win, you know. I thought the Celtics was going to beat the Warriors in six, maybe seven. I knew it was going to be a hard-fought series. But it turns out that the Warriors just had what it took to take down the three-headed monster over in uh, Boston. And so the reason that I actually thought that um, Golden State, I mean, the Celtics was actually going to win that. I mean, just looking at their extensive playoff history, you know, they went through the ringer when it came to last year's playoffs. You know, starting off round one against Katie and Kyrie in the Nets, you know, Kyrie putting up 40 points and a losing effort. It was one of the most exciting game ones I can remember in a, such a long time, right? But, you know, they swept Brooklyn Nets like they swept them like it was nothing. And though I will say it was hard fought games, each of the four games they played. Boston just had what it took to come out on top every single time. Now, you know, they went to the next round going against Giannis and the Bucks. And in this round, I was thinking to myself, like, whoever wins this round or wins this series is going to the finals. I didn't care who they was going to go against the next round. I just knew whoever won between the Bucks and the Celtics was going to go all the way. And we saw that the Celtics survived Giannis and a Chris Middleton list books <laughs> and it was an amazing series you know it was back and forth we've seen every single scenario play out like I said last time you know we've seen a blowout from the Bucks and from the Celtics we've seen a close game uh, with the Bucks coming out on top and a close game with the Celtics coming out on top and you know it was just an it was a toss-up in my eyes. I didn't know who was going to win. I wanted the Celtics to win, of course. I wanted JT and Jalen Brown to, you know, get a chip, you know. Jason Tatum, he's repping for St. Louis, man. You know we got to we gotta support him for real since my Clippers didn't get to make the playoffs. But they survived Giannis and the Bucks in Game 7. Um, then they went against the Heat. That was another, you know, tough battle two defensive teams going at it. It was an ugly series, but it was exciting because though I knew the Celtics was going to win, I knew it wasn't going to be easy, right? Jimmy Butler is just, he just got that dog in him, you know? (laughs) And so it was amazing seeing that series, seeing them survive, you know, in seven at uh, at Miami, you know, on top of all of that. It was close, you know, down to the wire. And, you know, that's all a basketball fan can really ask for, you know. So, 
It was the 75th anniversary of the NBA. The Celtics, you know, you know the saying, life imitates art, you know, and art imitates life. The Celtics beat the last three teams to eliminate them from the playoffs from the last three years in order to get to the finals. And I'm like, what's more poetic than to win your first championship, beating the three teams that eliminated you on your way to the finals? Like, I thought it was literally just destined at that point. They're a cornerstone franchise. You know, they're a dynasty. You know, the Celtics, they're trying to get the most rings. I mean, most, yeah, most rings in NBA history. Trying to beat the Lakers. And, you know, we got the Warriors coming up. They're the newest dynasty. Celtics is the oldest dynasty, you know, in NBA history. And so you got the Warriors coming up with, um, you know, I didn't, in my eyes, I didn't think that the Warriors had as much of a competition when it came to getting to the finals. So, you know, however that, you know, people take it, I feel like that actually helped the Warriors in the long run because they weren't as tired. They weren't as drawn out as the Celtics who just went to back-to-back Game 7 series, right? And so I didn't really necessarily think that the Warriors were battle-tested this year. And that was foolish thinking on my part, right? Even though they weren't as battle-tested this year, they still had the veteran leadership, you know, that every championship team needs in order to win the finals. I mean, Steph, Dre, Iggy, Clay, they all been to the finals. They won four of them things, you know. So they they have experience. They have way more experience than you know the baby Celtics, you know. So the Warriors, you know, they lose game one. They blow it. They fumbled the bag. Not gonna lie. But they really shown why they are who they are. They are the newest dynasty for a reason, and. Though I wanted the Celtics to win, I'm not going to lie. I wanted Jason Tatum to rep for St. Louis. You know, that was my main thing. I didn't really care who won. Well, I lied. As a Clippers fan, you know, the inner fan in me didn't want the Warriors to win. (laughs) But, you know, I'm happy that Steph and the Warriors pulled this off. You know, they had a lot of things going against them. Um, The past two, three years, you know, nothing was going their way. They're, they lost their, one of their main superstars and Kevin Durant to free agency after they lost the finals to the Raptors, you know. They end up, you know, and that actually set them up for success in this year, which is crazy because they did a sign-and-trade with Kevin Durant for D'Angelo Russell. And they end up using that D'Angelo Russell trade to get, on, um, I say Andre, to get Andrew Wiggins. And he was a very valuable player in this series. He was able to lock up Jason Tatum, which was crazy to me. But it makes sense. He's the same size. He has the same strength, same speed. And it was just a perfect matchup for the Warriors in that regard. But the Warriors, they've been going through years of failure. You know, they've been at the bottom of the barrel. And everybody was taking their turn just beating on them for the last two years. And, you know, if it wasn't for the countless injuries they went through, like Clay getting the torn ACL or Draymond and his injuries or Steph 
with his ankle injuries and his broken hand, they wouldn't be able to, you know, get the draft picks that they were able to get. Like Jordan Poole, Moses Moody, uh, James Wiseman, or Jonathan Kuminga, all these important and vital role players they was able to get. And it turned out very beneficial for them. I mean, you got Jordan Poole, who, in my eyes, once Steph decides to hang up, hang it up, he's going to be the next franchise star if they decide to keep him around. And so they got their future perfectly aligned for them for whenever the juggernauts of today decide to leave or decide to retire. They have their future already, you know, in good shape, in good hands, which is amazing. So shout out to the Warriors front office. Their management is amazing at develop, uh, player development and just drafting in general. Like they are a golden example of how to run a franchise for real. So it was pretty cool seeing Steph get a finals MVP. Um, I was happy for him. He deserved it. I'm going to be real. This should be his second finals MVP because Andre Iguodala winning it in 2015, it was a head scratcher. I mean, congrats that you held LeBron to 35, 9, and 9, I guess. <laughs> but it was good that he he won his first MVP, uh, finals MVP. You know, he showed that he can lead the Warriors by himself. And that is what's so what's so amazing about this this championship because all championships throughout the history of the NBA, you had to have a, a great wing leading you in order to win the chip. I mean, you got LeBron, uh, he was an amazing wing that led the Heat, the Cavs, the Lakers to the chip. You had KD with the Warriors, you had um yeah, the list goes on and on. <laughs> but it really just showed that even though Andrew Wiggins was a good wing, you know, he was solid. It showed that you can have a point guard lead the way. And that has never been done before when it comes to a championship caliber team. For a point guard to lead them all the way to the finals and then on top of that to win... It was amazing. It, it was nothing short of amazing. So, you know, hats off to the Warriors. I was wrong. I will admit, you know, I am a man of my word and I'm a solid, solid guy. And I will always admit when I'm wrong. So hats off to the Warriors for, for getting it done for real. But outside of, you know, that finals, I went off to Dallas for my internship and it was an interesting experience, I will say. Um, I'm thankful that I went through it, uh, being able to do graphic design and marketing and you know, being on the sales team for the solar panel company that um, I was a part of. It helped me with not only my graphic design skills, my marketing skills and my interpersonal skills. It actually helped me with learning how to adapt to any environment environment like i was like one of only two black people in that company and so it was it was pretty weird not gonna lie you know being out of your element for a whole month you know but i will say that i've been able to view things from a different perspective since being there 
and I've learned to just accept people no matter what their um, ideologies or perspectives are because at the end of the day everybody's different and so it was interesting you know to see the other side of how everybody else thinks besides just how I think you know so I am grateful for that experience um, I hope you all enjoyed your summer as well. I would love to hear you guys' experience or what you guys been able to do, you know, during the summer, whether it's relax, whether it's just work or, you know, just travel, whatever the case may be. You know, I'm excited to hear what you guys have been up to. Some things that's been happening since I've been gone. There's been a lot of stuff that's been happening since I've been gone, you know. 62 prime, I mean, I said prime ministers. 62 leaders in the UK resigned over the summer. Prime Minister Boris Johnson uh, resigned. The Japanese Prime Minister got assassinated. What the heck is going on with the leaders around the world? I mean, we've seen what's been happening with Russia. They've been on Black Air Force energy this whole entire year, you know. First, it was, you know, invading Ukraine, which is just crazy in itself. But then they got Brittany Griner, free, free Brittany Griner for real. They got Brittany Griner, you know, locked up for nine years over finding that vape pen in her luggage case, which is very wild. Nine years is insane. Very insane. For 0.7 grams crazy that's all i have to say so free britney grinder for real they really got her in the in that mug and um it's crazy that they're actually asking (laughs) for a known murderer and one of the most deadliest arms dealers throughout the world whose nickname is the merchant of death if that's not insane, I don't even know what is for real. <laughs> but Russia's been on Black Air Force energy. They've been on demon timing for this whole year. Um, other things that's been happening. Free free Gunner, free Young Thug, free YSL, man. It, it's crazy how we're still having these problems where rappers aren't able to express themselves through their lyrics or whatever the case may be. Whether it's entertainment or whether it's real life, we should not we should not censor make these rappers censor themselves because of their them being afraid to of being caught up in some stuff that you know was happening in their past life. A lot of people do a lot of things based off the situation that they're in, and once they're able to make it out, whether it's through rapping, through sports, through you know school, you know they turn their life around for the better. And for these rappers to not even be able to express their experiences growing up without, you know, without the possibility of going to jail just for what they rap, it's insane. It's really insane. You got these country artists who talks about killing their wife's lover and stuff like that. And you don't see any of that stuff happening to them. There's... They rap about drugs, rap about murders or whatnot. You never see this stuff happening to any other artists in other genres. But when it comes to rap, you have these rappers, you know, getting locked up left and right. 
for experiences that they went through or just for entertainment in general you know it's crazy for example for Gunna he ain't even doing anything they're doing all this stuff they got him locked up for Instagram captions and just for being an associate which is like I said it's just insane bro so um yeah free all free all the guys man you know they ain't doing nothing wrong I'm shouting free them till it's backwards <laughs> but um it's been a lot of movies that came out you had nope which I heard was very good you had Thor Love and Thunder which was it was alright it was cool uh, you know it was alright it was like 50-50 a lot of people say that um they try to force the comedy you know some people say it was just cool it was decent none too crazy so um, y'all gonna have to see it for yourself to uh, come up with how you feel about it you had Stranger Things 4 come out which was amazing every single episode for Stranger Things was amazing and Stranger Things have never let me down ever since they first came out in 2017 and you know through these five years that they've been on they haven't disappointed with the season in my eyes they have not disappointed me yet so it's pretty cold that they just keep getting better and better and this season is amazing i for one love horror movies and they really added a horror element to this season and i loved it so much they did it just right and you know they always had the 80s aesthetic perfect i'm surprised that they haven't mentioned the lakers or the celtics yet <laughs> but it's it's pretty amazing what they able to do you know have something all the way in the past almost 40 something years ago and to make it so cold you know to this day is just pretty tough it's, it's tough so that came out the new uh, season of the boys came out the boys season three was pretty tough i love it i love how gory it is everything about the boys is just tough like if you like invincible you will like the boys so you know check it out check it out for yourself but um there's been a lot of music that's been coming out (laughs) you had this beyonce album it was pretty decent I haven't listened to everything yet, but it was pretty decent. I don't know what's up with everybody having house music and dance hall music, you know, in this summer, but you know, it is what it is. You know, I'm messing with the good vibes. Drake came out with Honestly Never Mind, and he should have said Honestly Never Mind and kept them in a the draft. Some songs have grown on me, I would not lie, but you know, they could have been singles, they could have been like a little EP, not a whole album. That's crazy, dog. And, you know, I'm a fan of Drake. I'm not going to lie. But he should have kept those in the draft. I'm not going to lie. He should have. Jimmy Cook's still hard, though. Him and 21 never misses. I will say that. Brent Fias came out with uh, Wasteland. One my favorite album of the summer so far. I'm still listening to it to this day. And... I'm not gonna lie, I expected him to be on some toxic stuff and to endorse all this, you know, toxic, whatever the case may be, but he actually made an album condemning it, and though it's against the grain, 
because everybody wants to be toxic or whatnot. You know, everybody thinks it's cool. It's good that he, you know, condemned it. It, it showed the effects of being toxic and what it can do to a person. And I think that's actually good for people in the long run because, you know, music influences people whether people realize it or not. So for him to go out of his way and make a whole album dedicated to showing why toxic the toxic relationships are bad, it's pretty tough. It's pretty tough. So, yeah, Brent, you know, that's Twin. I'll be relating to all his lyrics. It's good that Twin, uh, Twin made a good album for the summer. But... Like I said, I'm excited to see and hear what you guys have done for the summer, you know, so keep listening. I'm excited for this year coming up, you know, all school is coming up and, you know, it's just right on the corner. Somehow, some way, the summer is wrapping up quicker than I expected. It was just yesterday when we were all getting out. So we all got to get ready and we prepare for this year coming up. I'm excited for what's in store. Uh, I can't wait to keep delivering amazing content for you all. And yeah, like always, I'll talk to you all later. And until next time, only on The Almighty Show.